Hey, welcome to the Healthy Steps with Nicole podcast, where it is my goal to help you see what is possible for your business, for your life, and for the sales that are going to get you there. Get ready to be inspired and supported while you launch and grow your health and wellness business. I'm Nicole Kramer, coach, sales expert, and health and wellness fanatic. Each week, I will be having amazing guest experts that will share with us their knowledge on mindset, money, how to attract your dream clients, successfully close sales, and so much more. Selling doesn't have to be hard. You can have the confidence and the clarity you need to create and grow your dream business. Welcome, welcome, welcome. I am so excited. I've been doing these events every week and they've been really fun. And this is one that I am so looking forward to. And for a lot of reasons, a lot of reasons. June is one of my friends. I adore her. And one of the really interesting things about us is we, from the very first time that we met, felt like we knew each other for like a hundred years. It was like love. It love was it. true love. At love first, first conversation. <laughs> yeah, it was a phone call. And I think it was supposed to be a 20 minute phone call. And I think it was like an hour and a half. <laughs> oh my gosh, it was so long. And I was like, oh my goodness, right. did we get what we needed done? Done? Right. <laughs> no, I don't know if we actually did. Surprise, surprise. I love to talk. Um, and we just <laughs> hit it off right away. So my, so the way we met is through my photographer, Courtney, who is also a friend of yours. And, mm-hmm. and I found Courtney on, on Instagram and she and I started talking. She said, Oh my gosh, you have to meet my friend June. You would love her. She's so woo. And <laughs> I'm so, it, it was just a perfect, a perfect match. And June and I hit it off right away. And then I actually, June and I worked together on my first photo shoot because June's gift, as you all know, the reason why you're here is she has this gift of helping people bring out their authentic story. And what she helped me do with my brand and my photo shoot is through my clothes, because obviously you can't talk in a photo, but you still want to be able to tell a story in your photo. So June helped me pick out outfits and all of the things that I needed to really represent who I am as a sales coach and bring in that element of also health coaching, because that's who I am as well. And the reason I love working with health coaches and chose to work with health coaches is because I am one. And I'm so passionate about helping health coaches change the world and knowing that I get to empower them to learn how to sell their services means then together we are helping change the world. And that gets me so lit up and so excited. And June helped me do that through the clothing that we chose for my photo shoot. And I am forever grateful for that because the photos were absolutely beautiful. And so much of that has to do with you because they told the exact story that I wanted them to tell. So June has a great story that she's going to tell you all about. And part of why she's so good with clothing and so good with storytelling is part of what she's done in her past with working in the entertainment industry. And I'm sure you're going to fill us in on a lot of the skills and different things that you learn from being in that industry about storytelling. Cause let's be honest, that's one of the best um, storytelling industries in the world. This is true. This is very, very true. So I'm actually super grateful that that was one of the skill sets that I learned throughout my career because, you know, I don't do the styling as much anymore, if at all, but it's been such a helpful tool for me because being involved in, you know, storytelling, I feel like I've been doing it my whole life, Nicole, you know, it's been, it's been like, I had a psychology degree and you think like, well, what does that have to do about stories? But really it's like what it's the stories that we tell ourselves about ourselves or the story we tell ourselves about other people. (laughs) And so I started off with that. And then I ended up doing costume design and getting masters there. And that's all about storytelling through clothing and how we act and what story we're telling through what we're wearing and all these things. It's very external stuff, but influenced internally. So there's a lot of psychology behind that. And in the end, I ended up doing branding and that's how we met is because I ended up in the commercial world and I was just doing all this branding storytelling via commercials and working with like huge brands, but it started to feel really icky, kind of like the way that I think sales can feel kind of icky sometimes in which you're so good at making it not feel icky, (laughs) but it's, it's something that almost feels manipulative. And I was watching these big brands kind of like work these tools and these psychological 
you know, maneuvering to influence right. the audience and how they did that. And, and, you know, in, it was so great because at the end I was like, oh, this is what I want to do. That's definitely what I don't want to do. And it also allowed me to kind of see what it feels like to storytell through hustling, because that was all I knew. It was like, you got to do this. You got to hustle. You got to really go out there and do, 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 you know, and it just felt so aggressive and it felt really, you know, um, it didn't feel aligned for me. And so I ended up leaving that to do what I do now, which is being a transformation guide and an energy healer, which I feel like I've been doing also my whole life. <laughs> so it's always been part of you. It has. And I think with selling, uh, what I really, really realized once I left that industry is that, you know, we don't have to do it the way that I feel like we've been marketed. Um, you definitely are all about connection. And I think that's so important, but part of being able to connect too, is also knowing that you're, you're fully connected with yourself Mm -hmm. and you're fully connected with your story and who you are. And so what I wanted to share kind of with the audience was that the way that I've kind of married those two worlds is really getting to know who I am. And that's with branding or rebranding. It's literally just you transforming into the new version of you. It's like an up-leveled new version of you. And if you're still kind of getting to know who that person is, it's going to be very hard to quote unquote sell because you're not really connected. And you're, if there's even an ounce of doubt or feeling robotic, it's not going to deliver, right? So one of the things that I wanted to say is like, uh, the reason why it's called the heart of authenticity is because you know, coming from the industry where it's like everything's a little bit play world and a little bit more fake and I don't know, like it's, we're just kind of curating this world that's kind of feels fictional. It's like the Instagram thing, right? And so- Smoke and mirror. What's yeah, really real? Smoke and mirrors. Like you, it's like, oh yeah, I'm not wearing pants right now, but you wouldn't know it. <laughs> <laughs> or it's like, I'm wearing this hat right now because I got this mark on my forehead and I forgot to take it off. Like there's, you know, smoke and mirrors, right? It's not because I want to look good. There's reasons behind these things. Right, so it's right. like, you kind of have to, I realized that I really wanted to shed that because if I'm going into a career path that I feel like I really, 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 my goal is just like yours is to help people like serve the world and make it a better place. It just didn't feel right to be like, Hey, I'm, I believe in wellness. I believe in health, but how do I say this in a way? It almost felt like wrong to take money for a while. And now I realize, no, that's so it's all energy. I think the biggest thing, the biggest takeaway that I've had thus far is that Instead of doing the hustling, I've really been practicing receiving and receiving a lot of what I receive is like attention and listening and just like a joyful experience of conversation. And that's where I feel like authenticity comes in because when you're having a connection or you believe that you're going to be selling something, I actually try to forget that I'm selling anything. And and that's why storytelling has been such a wonderful tool because I'm just sharing my story. And one of the ways to kind of get to that is three things (laughs) I'll share real quick is having brand clarity and knowing your why. Mm -hmm. And obviously if you're going to be helping people like understanding like, Oh, I am really, really for me, I'm helping people who are going through such emotional and physical hardship get through these transformative times in their lives to get to the other side. And I'm so excited about helping them release these blocks because they're really keeping them from being the leaders and change makers of the world. It is through and through in my veins that I know what my brand clarity is and knowing your why is like, has been such a huge thing. And I know you preach as well, but Another thing is finding emotional clarity. Mm-hmm. Like for a long time, I feel like selling was really hard for me. And I was trying to tell my story and be like, yeah, so this is my story. And I'm trying to memorize it and be like, okay, what was my elevator pitch? Let me real quick be like, yes, I am a coach guide. What am I calling myself these days? Um, <laughs> you know, like it feels manufactured. It feels totally. Not- yeah. 
Totally. And often, and what I realized about lacking authenticity or genuine, genuinity, genuinity? I like it. I'll go with it. It's a word today. Um, <laughs> is do you believe in you? I know that a hard time I had a hard time telling my story because I felt like although I knew my why, I didn't actually believe in myself. I was like, oh my gosh, okay. So I know exactly who I want to serve. I know why I'm doing this. But at the end of the day, I feel like unworthy of even thinking, like, who am I to think that? And so getting emotional clarity and really being clear about your energy is super, super helpful. I bet you would Um, not be surprised to hear that although I'm a sales coach, the majority of things that I work on in many of my sessions is believing in yourself. It's a mindset thing. It's totally, I love that you said, you know, you had trouble with receiving, you had trouble with feeling icky about it. And it's, it's mostly because of exactly what you just said. It's the internal work. It's the emotional clarity that we need to have so that we can show up in a way that really feels like we are, you know, staying within the integrity and authenticity of what our why is and what we really are trying to do versus just doing something without a why and kind of going through the motions. There's no connection. Exactly. And like, for me, I feel like people really energetic. I mean, it's also the thing that I do like energy healing. So it's like, I am so aware of that now. And I never in a million years coming from a psychology degree and science background being like, okay, yeah, I believe in the woo, but like, it is actually the woo is scientific. (laughs) You can go into a room and understand that there's like, Ooh, that person has bad vibes or like, you know, this, there's some icky energy happening here, you know? So it's, you feel it, you can't necessarily put your finger on it, but what it's to be said about knowing your energy while you're delivering your story is that people really feel you. They may not be able to describe exactly what's going on, but they can feel whether or not they wholeheartedly want to connect with you and whether or not they want to work with you. And a lot of times, as I know you've talked about, it's like they're picking you for you. And so it's just, and that's part of delivering your story is knowing that you have to be at peace with your energy. Know that if you're feeling any doubt, don't push it. Don't like overdo it and just try to be like, oh, I'm going to ignore this feeling of insecurity by like overcompensating because that's actually one of the biggest pitfalls in storytelling and, you know, sharing your brand is that it almost feels desperate or needy, fake. right? It just it yeah, fake. It's fake. yeah. And and you're, and if that's a pushy kind of energy that you're going for, people aren't going to want to work with you naturally. They'll pick up on that. Yeah, yeah they yeah, totally pick up on those vibes. Yeah. So it's really important to have emotional clarity and know like when you're going to a networking event or anything, like I went to something this morning and it was super clear to me that I could feel that people were just like there not to necessarily network, but to push their agenda Mm-hmm. And it was, I kind of wanted to go there to connect, but I felt like I couldn't connect with anybody because we were just like talking at each other. Yeah. And when you're yeah. trying to, you know, and people say that that's their way of telling their story, but like when you, f- you, that's not the way to tell your story. They're not looking to connect. They're looking, it's, it's more of a transactional based kind of thing. Like, let me tell you about what I do, but there's not a true right. connection behind it where they're looking to build a relationship that creates an opportunity. They're looking to get a quick, like serve their agenda basically. Exactly. And, and I think that's where I feel like I used to fall into that because I didn't know any better. Mm-hmm. And I also was really disconnected with myself. And for example, one of the clients that I just booked right before this call, I literally met her through a Facebook group. Um, somebody messaged each other. I met, I met one of the guys for five minutes. I told him, I'm a transformation guide and energy healer. He literally goes, ooh, <laughs> to me. And I was like, cool, I don't know what that means, but you sound like magic. And I was like, sure, yes, totally. And I fived him, that was that. And then lo and behold, he connects me with this girl and we end up on a Zoom call together just to get to know each other. And I literally 
you know, listen to her and share, you know, have her share her heart with me. And there was no agenda. Obviously, there was just like, hey, let's get to know each other. And then all of a sudden, it's like, she's like, what do you do? And I'm just pouring my heart out. And that was the thing. It was just like, I'm so excited to share what I'm doing. It's just like, oh, this is what you're going through. Like, let me help you with this. And I'm giving her some tips and also sharing with her like, hey, these are the ways that I feel like when I went through transformation, I really needed a specific healer to help me because I'm literally just like so tense all the time. And I'm all these emotions are trapped in my body. I needed some kind of release. Mm -hmm. And so as we're talking by the end of the call, she literally was just like, okay, so when can I book an appointment with you? And what are your programs? Mm -hmm. And I had no intention whatsoever of having her be a client. I don't even know you. I don't know you like that, you know? So it's, that's the thing about the magic of receiving and magic of authentic sharing is that people really feel your vibes. And I have to say that, you know, another, another thing that happened to me, and I, I shared this briefly with you, Nicole, but it's been really wonderful to set the intention of, you know what, I'm not going to force things. I really want aligned clients. Let me just start connecting with people and genuinely sharing what I believe I'm so passionate about in this moment. Because some days you're like passionate about certain things in your work. Other days you're like, I don't want to talk about this anymore. (laughs) So really gauging where you are inspired in the moment to speak about what you do is, has been so key for me because I just remember thinking in January, like, I don't know where my next client is going to come from. And I end up talking to an old college friend and I, she was like, Hey, what's going on in your life? Blah, blah, blah. I'm sitting on the beach talking to her on the phone. And I literally am just like crying. (laughs) I'm crying because I'm so grateful to be finally doing what I feel like my life's purpose is. And as I'm sharing with her, I'm just saying like, and I just feel like money is energy and energy is money. And I, if I love energy, I love money. And I don't know why I had all this like weird baggage about it because it's just everywhere. And there's so much abundance and I'm just going off on my like crazy, just joyful um, story about where I'm at now. And she's my new angel investor. (laughs) And that's the thing. It's just like, she, she was just like, oh my gosh, June, I, I didn't know what you were doing, but I just wholeheartedly know that you're going to help so many people. And I, I want to like be a part of that. I, I want to be a part of that. And I do feel like when you're sharing your story from a place of like heart and a place of like genuine love for what you do, it's contagious. Yes. It is contagious and people cannot help, but, want to like be a part of your passion and invest in you invest in your work or, you know, share in the enthusiasm because that's kind of like the key thing. And and that's part of the reason why I love you so much is because you're so enthusiastic about sales that seems so taboo, you know, it's been so taboo for so long, but it's just like, no, people feel that. And as long as you have brand clarity, emotional clarity, and, and like, a way to really share and deliver your story in a place from heart, there's no stopping you. And there's no hustle in that. I love that. And I love to say, and I'm sure you've heard this, what's personal is universal. Yeah. And by sharing your story, you're connecting because people see themselves in you. And that's part of what attracts them to you is they go, Oh my gosh. Yeah. I've been, nobody wants to feel like you're some perfect version that they can't relate to because they're not going to be able to connect to you. And Mm -hmm. actually my, my best friend, Jamie, who's watching us tonight told me one of the things that I will never forget. She said, people want to buy a better version of themselves. And they see that in you when you're telling your story and you're connecting again, what's personal is universal. Other people have experienced the ups and downs that you've been through and that's what will allow them to connect to you. And I know for me personally, I felt icky and awful about sales. I knew I wanted to try it, but it scared the crap out of me that I would come across as 
sorry if anybody knows any used car salesmen, but that's kind of the mentality that we all, you know, you, like I didn't want to come across as that slimy, cheesy, yeah. you know, we all have this idea that like salespeople are so shady, sketchy. You know, yeah. you said earlier, yeah. like working in the commercial industry, it felt, you know, manipulative and, and just not like a true authentic intent with what they were doing. You know, and I even think of things like the cigarette industry with Joe Camel. <laughs> what were they doing with a cartoon? They were trying to influence small children so that yeah. their, their people are dying off. Their customers are dying off. Their product kills their customers. So they wanted to sneak something in that was a cartoon that would get people hooked from a very young age. And, and I feel like we all feel icky about sales when we see those types of instances of it, but we could all also identify with purchases that we've made where we felt really good. I asked, I did a poll once in my Facebook group, like what would be your definition of a professional salesperson? Mm. Because here's the thing, people like buying when they like what they're buying and who they're buying it from. It's a really good experience. And that's what buying can be. And it's about us changing our mindset, changing our shapes so we're able to receive because there's that, that energy, speaking of energy, if all we're ever doing is giving and we're putting ourselves out there and putting ourselves out there, there's a disconnect. The energy has to come back. You have exactly. to open yourself up to it's receive what you're putting out sure. there will come back to you. You're going to attract the right people into you. And I think that there's a lot to be said for thinking about experiences where you've had a positive purchase, a positive buying experience. And what did that mean to you? And what were the qualities in that salesperson that you really liked? Because mm-hmm. the name salesperson has the stigma attached, but the actual values, the actual personality traits of that person might not identify with what you think of as a salesperson when you think shady, sketchy. Salespeople can be beautiful, wonderful people, and they are. And that's what I'm building a community of. That's why I'm so passionate about it. Let's take the stigma out of it. Let's not make it that it doesn't have to be all salespeople are bad. We like buying and we like buying people we like. And that's the thing is like, it's so important to recognize, especially if you're coming from health coaching or wellness or anything that's serving the community. I remember one of my favorite commercials that I worked with, like in branding was um, the Calm app. I don't know if you've heard of the Calm app, but it's basically, it's like, I literally cannot be without it now. Like I listen to it every day. It's changed my life. It introduced me to meditation and I was not into meditation or any of that at all. And for the longest time. And even when my mom was like, you got some anger issues when I was really mad about my career and whatever. She's like, you should meditate. I'm like, you should meditate, mom. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, okay, well, why am I angry? Well, I'm in the wrong career. Like I don't, I don't feel that genuine thing. It felt salesy. It felt like every commercial I was working on was just like sucking people, leachy, you know, the leachiness and get draining people of money for no reason. And finally I worked on this commercial with the Calm app and they actually brought in real people who use the app for an interview style commercial. And what was amazing about that was that I got to meet these wonderful people and, you know, we, they weren't actors, they were real people. And then when they were sharing their stories, which was like their testimonials and it was just like, yeah, I had anxiety. I literally would have road rage going through traffic. I felt so like hurt all the time and I didn't know why. And I had ADD or whatever it was. They just had these experiences that they would share. And each of them got emotional, men, women, each of them got emotional over an app. And I was like, what is this app? When can I get it? How do I do it right now? And that's the power of being able to share authentically and when people really feel it and know it. And so, yeah, I just, I love now, like if we can just, if you feel uncomfortable with the word sales currently, you'll get over it by the time you're done with Nicole, because she's brilliant about that. But if you're currently feeling really stuck, just say that you're sharing your story. Because literally that's all you're doing. You're sharing your story. You're sharing your services, your value, the things that you believe in um, yourself, like you're sharing of yourself to connect with somebody else. And I just love everything about that. And I like to say selling is serving. Yeah. 
Yeah, exactly. You know, if, if the word selling is uncomfortable for you and it feels out of alignment with what you're doing, it's you're not selling anything. You're serving people with the gifts and experiences you have accumulated over your life with the ups and downs and the craziness you've been through, you've learned. And you owe it to the people who also are struggling with those same things to share your story and attract right. them into your world because you have a solution that they're looking for. They're stuck. They're in some kind of pain and they don't want to be there. And you have the answer to help them get through that because you figured it out for yourself. And that's one of the things that I'm so passionate about selling with because I had my ups and downs with it when I started my sales career. And then ironically enough, about three years in, I had another falling out with how I felt about sales and it felt very icky to me again. And, you know, my mom's watching and and so I'll give her some, some credit here because she really kind of put Uh me in my place as moms always do. Sounds like your mom told you to meditate. My mom told me to get over myself and you know, my ego was really, really rearing its ugly head. And my mom was like, I think Uh you need to get in check with yourself because whatever's, I mean, she basically long story short, I'm I'm sure I'll, I'll tell this story through time, but I was ready to just give up on sales because it felt so icky. And I had spent a couple of years being number one in the nation in my company. And my mom's like, I don't understand what the problem is. Why don't you just, you know, just be number 14 or try being number 21. And I was like, cause that sounds terrible. And I really, yeah, like, God forbid I not be number one, you know? And I was like, and I even, I went so far as to say, they're going to fire me if I'm not number one. And she was like, oh, yeah. okay, this sounds like ego. Yeah. You're on the need to do some soul searching because it sounds like like more or less what she's, I mean, my mom is an an energy healer, but she was an energy healer. She was like, Mm -hmm. I think, you know, you need to get in check. And and here's what she said. You've been number one for Aramark for a couple of years. Why don't you spend a year making yourself number one, being number one for you? Oh, that is the best advice, mom. That is the best advice. It was. And I still was angry about it for a while. So I didn't (laughs) actually take right off that, you know, because whatever, she's my mom. She's not in sales. She's not, you know. I dismissed it. And, and I did do some real soul searching at that time. And I finally realized, okay, what made me happy about sales when I started this job before I was good at it? What did I like about it? And I had to get back into a connection of what did I like? What was important to me? And what was important to me was meeting people, building relationships and serving them by helping solve their problems. And when I realized I was actually, it wasn't about me, but what I actually was doing was selling myself because I was so good at what I did that these people needed somebody good to help them through what they were going through. I realized all I'm doing is building relationships and I'm allowing them to buy and go through an experience with somebody that they like. They're going to buy it from somebody. They're going to find a solution somewhere. Why not give them the solution that you know is the best one for them that works for them? And as health coaches, you know, here's the thing. If you're working with people with migraines, they're going to go find a solution. They're going to they're going to take a pill. They're going to, there's all kinds of different things they can do. But if you know, you have a holistic solution that can help them through that. And it's, it doesn't have to destroy their body in other ways. Then you're helping them through an experience. You're helping them eliminate a pain that they are having. And you are the one to do that with them. You should be excited about selling. You should be excited about working with them and serving them with the gifts and, and what you know, and you can't do that without owning up to your story and telling it. And that doesn't mean, this is something I work with my clients a lot on too. And I'd love to hear your take on this. A lot of people feel like telling your story means all the nitty gritty details and you've got to be like, this is about getting not oversharing. You don't mean oversharing. Yeah. (laughs) Oversharing is not serving. It's not going to help anybody. Ultimately telling your story, your connection to why you're doing, like, like you said, your why, know your why and your connection to that is what's so important. I think it's, it's like... For me, it was really difficult to kind of like lose my identity for a while because it was like, oh, for the longest time, I was a costume designer and a stylist. I was, this is what I was doing. I I built my entire like 13, 14 years in branding doing this one thing. And, you know, to kind of leave that and to be something totally different, like, a transformation guide and energy healer. Like most people are like, what does that even mean? It's, it's really difficult to be able to have the courage when you are at the forefront of something that's completely different. And it's literally unique to you, especially, and like the way that you're going to serve the world and the community. And, you know, it took me a really long time, a year and a half, I would say of exploring my why and kind of harnessing all these different skill sets to get to this point to be like, oh, I 
literally the clients that I'm drawing in, it's, it's like testing, right? It's like, who am, who's naturally gravitating towards me? Well, people who are literally like, oh, I am here to make a difference in the world somehow, raise the consciousness of the world somehow. I currently don't know how, but I'm going through this really deep emotional transformation and I don't even know who the person in the mirror is anymore. And all of these people that came to me, I was like, oh, it's, you're coming to me because I went through this already. Like, this is a mirror of where I'm at. So, but I would never have gotten to know that had I not talked to you and like really deeply listened and like shared my story with you about how horrible it was initially to kind of quit my job that was paying so well at the time, but I was feeling so incredibly angry and unhappy. And it was just like, oh, right. My happiness wasn't the money I was making. My happiness wasn't all these external factors. It was literally serving people and connecting with people. So it's like, I think in saying all of this, when you're telling your story and you're sharing all these things, like even if you have an avatar or an ideal client in your mind, you never know where your next client is going to come from. And like, literally don't share your story with the intention of like getting a client. That's legitimately so not what I had to unlearn that. I was like, okay, I'm going to share my story and my brand just so that I can get a client blah, 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 right away. It's going to happen. Yep. But I actually, it was so slow for me when I did that because it was like, I was, going against the grain. And now that I'm coming from a place of like, Hey, I'm just talking about what I love. It doesn't matter who you are. I just am so passionate about this thing that I do. It's like, I've seen the the fastest turnaround rates in terms of like clients. I literally talked to your focus off of if you're, if your why is just get clients, yeah. There's a disconnect. If your why is let me share what I know and what I've been through, it will attract people that want to be a part of that world. Right. And also another tip that I had about sharing your, your story, I have a really weird relationship with social media only because that's, that was like my resume for, <laughs> that was my resume for the longest time for my previous career. And, and it was, it's, I know all of the smoke and mirrors behind it. Cause I also used to have a lifestyle blog and it was like, Okay, I don't want to do any of this anymore, but I'm recognizing that if you can actually go onto Insta Stories when you believe that you are completely in alignment, mind, body, and spirit with the story that you want to share for the day, I learned about gratitude today, and this is why, or whatever it is. I believe that inspired action and sharing from inspired action is one of the best ways to utilize social media if you are on it because again people feel your why people feel the emotional clarity that you believe in you and you believe in what you're talking about and your delivery is going to be so much more fluid mm-hmm. i used to like practice over and over and over being like okay well i'm going to sell now and i have a workshop coming and i'm going to these are the points that i got to hit and And it was so stale. I was so busy trying to remember like, okay, so after that point, what was the next point? It was like a script in my mind, right? And finally, when I just let go and was just like speaking from my heart and it it just came so easily. And that's why I feel like all the people who have come to me are really focused on heart-centered leadership because they're so burnt out, so overwhelmed by feeling the hustle of like running their business in that way that they want to transform themselves into, you know, better human beings because they want the world to be more filled with better human beings, you know? Right. So yeah, that's just my tip about social media. Cause I know that I've struggled with it too, but it's something well, I think that we I- all do. And I know everybody watching um, and everybody that's in this group, you know, in my clients, that's something we talk about a lot. We all have this weird love hate relationship with it. And, you know, I think when you get caught up in, 
what is it? The vanity metrics. When you look at your numbers, like, are you building a community of people that want to be, it's like you're throwing a party. You don't want random people there. You want the people that you want to be at that party. That's kind of what you're doing. (laughs) How you're showing up on social media. You're building a community of people that are in your target market and they're there because of you. Because they see something in you again, just like Jamie says, they want to buy a better version of themselves. And they see that in you because you have gone through something that they are currently going through and they want to believe that there's hope that they will get through it. And you are their inspiration. You are their hope. Like I can tell people, listen, I get how you feel about selling. It feels icky and awkward until you do the internal work, until you do the mindset stuff that you really need to get past your idea, uh, like release your ideas of what a salesperson is and show up as the salesperson you would want to buy from. Right. Show up as the person that you really feel is authentic and, and in alignment and integrity with what they're trying to do. And it's such a, it's such a game changer. Like you said, when that becomes your focus, because it's really about the people you're connecting with, that's the most important to you, not about the money or the clients that you're getting, that the rest will take care of itself. When you show up and your focus is building relationships, the opportunities will show up because of that. Oh my gosh, absolutely. Like it's been so crazy for me to think how many years I spent like, oh, just investing in these you know, superficial market marketing tools and like all these different techniques or just like, you know, all these cold calls where I just felt like I didn't even know what I was talking about. I just wanted to convince them to like work with me. And it was so emotionally draining. And if you're an entrepreneur taking care of your own business, if you're not at a hundred percent, your business is not going to be at a hundred percent. It is those are hard, cold, hard facts right there. It's going to drain you energetically and it is going to take you out of the game. It's going to make you resent it. It's going to make you not want to show up. You're not building a business that you love. You're building a business that you resent. And the more you insert yourself and your truth into your business, the more people are going to feel that warmth, that, that, Again, it's like you're throwing a party and, and you're being the, the host the, the, that provides the hospitality for people to come in and you make it comfortable and, and a fun environment for them to show up in by showing up as you and being the person that they want to be around and that they want to be a part of. And I loved when you were talking about, um, Nicole, your ego, because mm-hmm. that has in the work that I do now with like guiding people from a place it's literally from a place of ego back to their subconscious. My work is very woo <laughs> now from in comparison to what it was before. But it's it's really interesting because I feel like because we were so programmed in our lives to believe that the hustle, the hard work, you know, paid by the hour, you know, what you put in, you get out, blah, blah, blah. It was all so calculated. Masculine. Mad, very masculine, that it's actually really hard to untrain yourself from Mm -hmm. that mentality. Mm -hmm. And me growing up as a first generation Asian person, it was like, the stereotype is true. If I got an A minus, that's an F. Like, (laughs) don't bother coming home, folks. (laughs) We're in trouble. (laughs) Yeah. And I'm from the East Coast. So it was really very much so like, masculine driven energy. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm not talking male or female. It's literally like masculine and feminine energies in all people. So whether or not you are a man or a woman, right. but masculine energy is very proactive. You're going to, you're out there for the hunt. Mm-hmm. And I feel like with ego, it's, it's really easy to fall under that, to be like, oh yeah, you know, I made this many sales. My goal is this. There's nothing wrong with being a six-figured person, but if you're making six figures or seven figures and you're still unhappy, then there's something incredibly wrong with that, right? And I feel like when you're, when I'm working with people, it's like, if you're going to, if you have a hard time getting out of that ego space, it's like, I'm, I feel so lucky to be able to know how to have the tools to lead people back to the subconscious yeah. and like reprogram in that way, because it's just like, you've got big work to do. What's, what's, what are the fears? What are the things that are trapped in your body that's holding you back? It's like, let's work on that. Right. And I just feel like if you aren't really able to get like, take off the mask in a lot mm-hmm. of ways. When you're selling or sharing your story, you're not going to get anywhere. You're really not. 
because people are going to be like, oh, that person, (laughs) that person puts on this air, you know, it's like your mom knowing who you are. But then when you're putting on your sales face, you're somebody else. It's like knowing how to integrate all of that so that when you're genuinely speaking of your work, you're not putting on your sales hat, (laughs) your little sales hat. Um, You're, yeah, you're, you're actually just being more you than you've ever been. Right. So that's just when your identity is connected to things that are external and you're not really connected to who you are internally, then it does come across as like, there's a disconnect there. And that was my thing with my ego is I was so my identity was who I was with all these external factors Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. I was resisting and avoiding going in. And what happened ironically, not ironically at all. Once I got really in tune with who I was, everything started lining up and coming together in a way that I didn't have to do, do, do. Right. Yeah. It wasn't yeah. about what can I, you know, how can I white knuckle this experience and, and, you know, everything was about doing and everything was about my ego and everything was about staying connected to this identity of being number one in the being nation. Number one. And being yeah. everything, everything. Yeah. The idea that I was going to give up being number one made me nauseous, made me, and, and there was a lot of like energy that I had to release. And I had to learn how to connect with my feminine. And I like that you pointed out too, it's not feminine is just for females and masculine is for males. This is really about a a beautiful blend of the two because the masculine energy is necessary. The masculine, like you said, it's about do, it's about taking action and you need the Mm -hmm. systems and structures to be able to support what you're doing. But you also need a beautiful blend of the feminine in with that because that's your ability to receive. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So it's just, I mean, if, if you can walk away with anything at all from this webinar, (laughs) you know, I think it's understanding that if you are able to truly connect to the heart and the truth of who you are, Mm -hmm. like really even think now, like, is what I'm selling, do I even believe in that? Like, is this even me? Because it might shock you to actually realize that, oh, I've been selling because I've been motivated by money. Mm-hmm. instead of motivated by what's truly within me That's and the exactly truth of who I am and what I want to do in this world. Yes. And yes. until you get to that point, your clients that are your magical aligned clients will not come yes. because yes. you're just drawing in all of these people who just are listening to this like very vacant, empty story that you're sharing. Yep. That's very robotic and makes no sense. And you don't even believe it. Right. right? It's an empty no. Your whole goal is let me get money. Let me make money. Let me make money. Well, are you focused on the people that are willing to give you the money? And are you truly looking to serve them and help them and be connected to them? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So your three steps, I want to, I want to review. It was brand clarity. Know your why. Yep. Finding emotional clarity. Mm-hmm. And then what was the third? So finding emotional clarity is, do you believe in you? Right. And then the third one is delivery. So before you even talk about your story, make sure that it's a place of inspired action so that you're not robotic, salesy, just genuinely disconnected from the words you're saying. Like Mm -hmm. really, really make sure that you feel it. You truly feel whatever you're saying right now. And you're going to have your off days. But if you do, just pick the thing that you really resonate with that day and right. go with that. Right. And don't lie. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Stay in integrity with what you're you're Stay in integrity. Do not. And show yeah. up authentically. And what's inspiring you will be inspiring to the people who are attracted to what you have to offer and, and how you show up. Yeah, exactly. I love that. So... I'd love for you to let us know where can they find you? Where can they connect with you? Instagram, Facebook, website, whatever. Oh, thank you. I am not going to share my social media because I actually feel at this point in my career and what I want to do, I want to just go by referrals only. And you are a trusted community. And so I only want to work with people who are really serious and committed. So that's really where you can find me. You said something that I really wanted to point out. You were such a beautiful example of what I really want to reiterate. You're not just looking for anybody who will pay you. 
No. You're looking for the right people who genuinely want what you have to offer. And I think when we first start out in sales, it's that desperate energy of, I just need money. I'm just trying to build a business. I just want clients. Mm -hmm. And, you know, and I love that we attach clients and money to energy because that's really what it is. Mm -hmm. Um, I saw that my, my mastermind partner, Keisha was on here. I don't know if she still is, but one of the things that she and I say to each other a lot is number one, the clients who are meant to work with you, this, this blew my mind they're already alive. They've already been born. They're there. Yeah. They're out there. They're so closed. where are your clients? Right. They're out there. And it's up to you to find the energy that attracts them to you. Yeah. Be that, and the, right. And the, and the money that you want to make, it's just an energy. And so we yeah. were talking once and it's like, well, where's, where's the money going to come from, from wherever it is right now. Totally. It's you never there. know. You never know. Could oh, be the person it. in front of you in the grocery line that you're hitting it off with. Like yeah. it doesn't matter. <laughs> when you focus on just the money, then it's going to be a disconnect between the energy, what you're really looking to attract. And I, I just, I'm so grateful that you said that. And I think that's one of my, besides all the beautiful wisdom that you shared with us, that was one of my favorite examples is you said, no, I'm not just trying to take anybody. I want word of mouth. I want quality people who really genuinely want to do the work because again, energetically, it actually taxes us so much on our energy and our time if we are bringing in somebody who's really not in alignment with what we are trying to work with them on. And so you want to make sure you're bringing in the people who legitimately are really there to, to get the help that you offer. And one of the lessons that I had to really learn now shifting into, I guess, health and wellness Mm -hmm. is that we have this idea that we can't charge because it's like a service that is supposed to help other people. It feels not aligned or something like that, but I know that when I did my six month coaching program that like basically changed the course of my whole life, it was the first time I genuinely invested in myself and I paid a shit ton of money for it. Am I allowed to curse on this? I'm sorry. Yes. (laughs) Be your authentic self. I paid a shit ton of money for this damn thing. And, but I showed up. I was like, I put my money where my mouth is like it it really made me show up. And I realized that that same energy that I charge people to work with me now is going to really, again, get me closer to where I want to be with my aligned clients, because you're going to commit more like energetically. I I know I committed way more because I paid a shit ton of money or money general versus just being like, Oh yeah, I got this thing for free, whatever. What was it? Should I show up? Yeah, they don't, they don't value it. And I love, this is a Tony Robbins saying, and I say it all the time. My clients are going to laugh at me because I say it to them all the time. Those who pay, pay attention. Yeah. And I also value what you just said, because the idea that we have invested, we have gotten uncomfortable Mm -hmm. with Mm -hmm. working with mentors and coaches and programs that we have invested a shit ton of money in. helps us to understand the value of making that investment. And also, I don't know, I do know about you. I'm sure this was the same for you. How good did it feel when you invested in yourself? Oh my God. It was super uncomfortable at first because of the unworthiness. But once I did it and I showed up and I was there, I was just like, why didn't I do this earlier? How is it that I could spend a bajillion dollars on master's degrees and like all these institutions, but I couldn't invest in myself just for my well-being? Like it made no sense to me. I ask my clients a lot. I'm like, what made the, well, not my clients, but my prospects a lot of times when we have, you know, different calls and things to to make sure it's the right fit to work together. And they're like, oh, I don't know. I don't know if I want to make the investment. I'm like, well, why do you think people should invest in you if you're not willing to invest in yourself? True. Very, very true. Like, again, there's a disconnect there. Energetically, you've got to be willing to get uncomfortable in a lot of ways in your life. But I would say making that investment is one of the biggest ways. And you can either stay in your comfort zone or you can be willing to get uncomfortable and go after your dreams. And that that means making the hard decision sometimes with investing in yourself. And that doesn't just mean money. That means time. Yeah. You know, those are the two biggest ways that you can invest and really you show up differently for yourself. You show up differently in your business and you feel more official. You feel more excited about what you're doing because you've said to the universe, I feel so strongly about what I'm doing. I'm willing to 
plop down this shit ton of money to prove yeah. that yeah. I am really yeah. in it to win it and I really want the help that I need to get to where I'm going. Yeah. I, I told my husband, I was like, oh man, babe, I am gambling on myself yes. for the first time. And yes. I, I'm all in because I really believe in myself that much. And he was yes. just like, wow, that is bold. Yeah. Like, I don't even know if I would do, I would do it in Vegas, but I don't know if I would do it for myself. And I'm like, right. how crazy is that? How right. crazy is that? And that's the biggest thing, showing up for yourself, not abandoning your dreams, not putting a price tag on your dreams. Like, oh, I have these great dreams, but I'm not going to pay for them. Yeah. <laughs> Anybody who's done anything in life had to invest time and money to get there. And, you know, understanding that that's really what it takes sometimes to, to really learning how to value your own worth enough that, you know, you are worth making the investment and yeah. it does allow you to show up so much differently. Like you just become a different person when you're willing to do that. And it makes such a difference for you, for your business, for your clients. And then you don't really have a problem asking people to invest in you. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You've done it for yourself. There is a weird shift, a, a, a disconnect. If you're like, hey, pay me to work with you. I don't pay anybody to work with them, but, <laughs> but why? Odd, right? Yeah. No? And there's, yeah. there's a lot of self-consciousness work there too. And I, I, I do that a lot with my clients because there's a big piece of, if you're building a business, your wealth consciousness has to be intact. And if you want to be good at sales, you've got to understand how to grow and improve your wealth consciousness. That's, that's a, a big part of it. So, yeah. so true. Yeah. So, this oh, this has been so good. I know. <laughs> keep going, you guys. Do you want to go all night? Um, and then if you're still on, we so, so appreciate you guys being here. And, and I, I hope know. it's really helpful. I, I know it's been helpful for me. It's one of my favorite parts about doing these every week. I bring in experts and I learn. It's, it's really fun. It's like I learned so many awesome things. And Tonight is no exception. It's been really, really great hearing everything that you I have just love hanging out with you, really. I know, I know. <laughs> like I said, let's just keep going. I mean, even if we if, even if we get off of Facebook, you and I can just keep talking all night. <laughs> Thank you so, so much. This has been awesome. And I really appreciate your time, June. So, so much. Of course. Thanks, Nicole. Thanks, June, everybody. Yay. And June's in our room. So definitely, um, yeah, we'd love to see you around in here. All right, girl. Awesome. All right. Take care. Bye, Bye. everybody. All right, that is a wrap for this episode. Thank you so much for listening. And by the way, if you like this, subscribe because there's more good stuff coming your way. Also, please leave a review. It would mean so, so much to me and it would help others who are considering listening to this podcast to understand how amazing it is. And while you're at it, why not share with a friend? And by the way, one last thing, I would love to hear from you. I would love to connect with you. So you got a couple options. You can check me out on Instagram at Healthy Steps with Nicole. You can find me in my private Facebook group, Nicole Sales Superstars, or you can go to my website, healthystepswithnicole.com. I would love to hear from you, and I can't wait.